We are back on KTOE. Lisa Kay in on your middays here. It's a finally Thursday. We can see the weekend from here, which is good. I have uh, guests in the studio. I'm very excited to get to talk to everybody here today. Um, Jessica Potter over on mic two. How you doing? I am great. Thanks thank, for having me well, here thank today. Thank you for coming in. I'm so excited to have a co-host here today. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit with Jessica about Give to the Max Day because it is a day that we kind of celebrate our nonprofits That's here in right. the area. And the whole state. Right. It's a statewide program. So statewide Give to the Max and support your local nonprofits. So we'll talk about that and uh, one of the local nonprofits that's uh, in here, aside from Jessica, who's with the Blue Earth County Historical Society, wearing a little bit different hat today, though, are friends from Vine. And we've got Sister Joyce back. It's good to have you on live. This is the first time I've seen you since I took over this particular I live know. show. Oh, it's great to be here again. So welcome. Live at that. I know. You didn't know you were going to be live. No, I didn't. She had no idea. We kind of threw her on the air. Kind of like they did to me. Oh. I sat down. I said, I'm not afraid of being on the air, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to run all this equipment because it's a little different. But we'll make it through. Oh, I know we will. We're good. Now, <laughs> Sister Joyce, you brought some friends with you. I did. Mary Pipping is here. And Les Copendryer. Well, Mary did I say Les? that right? Yes, you yes. did. Copendryer. Okay. There you go. And both of them are family caregivers, caregivers for their spouses. And uh, it's been just a joy for me to get to know them. And I know that they have some wonderful things to share. I can't wait to hear some stories from Mary and Les today. And also, I thought this is perfect for Jessica to sit in with us because Jessica recently lost her mother, and you were a caregiver for your mom. Mm. I was. I yeah. was. And I know you were a caregiver for your dad. I, yeah, so yeah, for my father and experience. Absolutely, I, I did. I was caregiver for mom too, and she died a year ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. caregiver from a distance. Yeah, and and I. It's interesting. I talked to Jason Swanson from Minra quite a bit, and he talks about how um, we, we are. There's a quote that he uses all the time, and he says we either will be a caregiver, we are a caregiver, yes. or we will need a caregiver Correct. in our lives. So as we talk to Mary and Les, caring for spouses, um, it, it's important that we note that it's Caregiver Appreciation Month because in whatever capacity you're caregiving at this time, whether it's near or far, mm-hmm. um, it's really important to remember a few things. And I think we, we talked before, we've talked about how important it is to be gentle on ourselves as caregivers. Oh my, yes. A line I like to use a lot is give yourself some mercy. Mercy. Yes, forgiveness, mercy, patience. You know, it's to be patient with the person we care for is one thing. Sometimes we lack patience with ourselves Mm -hmm. too, as Mm -hmm. caregivers. So I know that your stories will reflect that too. And sometimes it's hard to ask for help. And especially when you're in situations where um, where you're caring for, as Mary and Les, our spouses who mm-hmm. were partners and are partners in life, and that role changes, um, much mm-hmm. like a child caring for a parent, where the role ends up changing. So, who wants to start with a little story of how you found yourself as a caregiver for somebody as important as your spouse? Well, um, for me, it's uh, the journey's been about five years long, finding out that um, Christy had Alzheimer's. And so, um, obviously, that, that role of partner becomes, she becomes a responsibility almost more than a partner um, mm-hmm. at that point. Um, and it's, it's, it's been a, 
a long journey and, and a journey that um, um, is hard to find answers to because it's not something you expected. It's not something you prepared for. Um, and so Vine really has stepped alongside of us and, and been um, our most important asset as we move forward on this journey. And you and your home are dealing with early onset Alzheimer's? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, were you connected to Vine before this, or was this something that was new to you? It, this was something that was new. I actually had friends that were encouraging me to join Vine, but I was with the YMCA and, and perfectly happy. But then because of the needs changing, mm-hmm. um, because of, of Christy's diagnosis, we became aware of Vine and and jumped in, and, and it's been nothing but but good for us ever since. Is there a is there a point in time, and I'll probably ask you this, Mary, too, that you get a little bit angry, not at the spouse, but at life and the circumstances, and and who do you turn to then? Is there is there uh, is Vine helping in that way as far as getting you in touch with other people like right. Mary, maybe that are going through kind of the same thing? Yeah, I think one of the biggest assets for me was the support group, and and more than what happens during the support group couple of times a month are meeting the people there and beginning to develop a relationship with people who are going through the same thing you are. Um, Because you do have lots of emotions. I mean, it's a grieving process, just like, you know, anything else. And and, um, as you go through that grieving process, um, it's good to have other people um, because the person you always went to when things weren't Mm -hmm. going well is no longer there. And Mm -hmm. so... To, uh, but there, to meet, right? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so you're and going so, through multiple. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. There, in, but not in the same way. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And so uh, how often are you in connection with Vine for things like the support groups, which we're going to be talking about in a, in a bit? Well, the support group is twice a month. Um, but then there's typically some other things going on. You know, I was just there was it yesterday for um, um, for the memory cafe which is another way way to just touch base and and talk to people and that actually included both of us both Christy and I were able to go to that and, okay. and share in that experience excellent uh, we're gonna be taking a quick break here we'll be back we're gonna hear a little bit about Mary's story and uh, sister Joyce with us as well to talk a little bit about things like the memory cafe things that vine mm-hmm. offers for mm-hmm. people that are caregivers and it doesn't have to be just um, somebody that's dealing with uh, Alzheimer's in no. their family it's caregivers of any kind exactly here so we'll be right back on KTOE stick around middays with Lisa Kay we are talking with our friends from vine Jessica Potter sitting in with me on mic too appreciate that let's check that mic and see how that works thank you Lisa for letting me be here today that's much better okay good <laughs> Now she everybody was, knows I'm here. She's a little quieter earlier, but uh, Sister Joyce in with Vine, and we're talking about Caregiver Appreciation Month, that time where we really take uh, a month to remind everybody that if you are a caregiver, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to um, need some respite, uh, and not everything is expected from you all of the time. So we have Mary and we have Les in with us who are both caring for spouses. Mary, let's hear a little bit about your story um, because you're caring for your spouse as well and uh, a different type of reason. Right. My husband has a vascular dementia, which means he's had many strokes and they're in his memory and recall area. 
up his brain. Okay. So he has absolutely no short-term memory anymore. No short-term, but long-term memory. Yes. Or, some. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, so I can tell him something, and he can walk ten feet away and oh. doesn't remember what I just told him. Right. So it's a lot of assisting him to do things, um, just daily things that he a person would normally do, having to give little cues to mm-hmm. what to do and when to do them, things like so that. So he's okay in the physical body? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. So then what does that, how does that feel for you? Is it, I can imagine um, the amount of patience that you're, and grace that you have to have. Very true. Um, I do have to say there are times when my patience isn't really there. And like Joyce has mentioned, it, you know, it, you have to forgive yourself. Sometimes things just come out of your mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> that you didn't intend for them to come out. Um, fortunately, in my case, he doesn't remember. I was going to say, maybe he won't remember. and that's <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, but yes, patience is a very big thing. Um, and, and just loss of... A person to talk with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's very different. Can I ask, are both of your spouses in the homes with you now? Yes. Yes. Okay. So yes. you being here with me, do you have to have somebody that is with them at this particular time? Yes, I, I've taken advantage of the uh, Pathstones um, day center. Okay. And so two days a week, Christy goes there for six hours, gives me an opportunity to go do some errands, do some fun things, clean the house, things like that. Mm -hmm. And know that they're in safe, capable hands. How about you, Mary? My husband actually goes there also. He goes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the six hours. Well, they're hanging out together then. No, he's there on Tuesdays and Thursdays (laughs) where Christy is. He's having fun right now. Yes. So right now, my husband is at um, Singing Hills Choir. Okay. Which is something we're both involved with. Singing Hills is a choir for people who have memory issues and their caregivers. Oh. And there's also volunteers that help. Okay. So we meet once a week, every Thursday morning, and we practice 10 songs. Wow. And we actually give two concerts. I was going to say, there must be a concert, right? There's two concerts. So there'll be one in January and we sing these 10 songs and then we'll start over with another 10 and have one in May. So yes. Tell me about how music has affected that particular relationship and how how that interacts with what's going on. They usually say music stays in your brain. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, Everybody remembers a lot of songs. The songs we sing are usually familiar to us we may sing them a little differently when you compose them for a choir. Sometimes they're a little different, and we have parts one and part two. Um, so there is some learning, mm-hmm. um, but he's doing very well with it, um, seems to enjoy it. It's a very, very uplifting group. Um, that gives me a lot of joy mm-hmm. when I go weekly, just right. to have um, and communicate. And there, you know, you become a family. Um, so we know these people, and we see them other times. and. Yes. I go to every concert for Singing Hills, and they are wonderful. This is an act on Alzheimer's, Mankato, North Mankato endeavor. Um, And it started actually up at Good Council. So I think that was part of the name, Singing Hills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and Mary's husband uh, has played drums for some of the concerts. 
No, that's Carl. Was that Carl? That's okay. Carl. After okay. I said it, I yeah. got Okay. But anyway, it's just yes. been so fun to see some of the folks who come to Vine for support groups and other events mm-hmm. to then see them at the concerts. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just wonderful. Can I ask quickly, do you have, um, or did you have, I remember this when we were caring for my uh, my husband's grandfather, um, that, po- that point in time where you have to ask for help, maybe you need some respite. Less you said that she goes two days a week, he goes three days a week, Mary, um, where you felt guilty, and how did you get over that little feeling of, I need some help and I need to have a different facility come in and help? I think by the time I decided to take part in that is I'd done it long enough that I needed something. I needed time to do things for myself. Right. And, uh, that's how I so I don't I don't know that I feel guilty or felt guilty Good. bringing him there. Good. Yeah, for me that was a you know going to Pathstones was very easy. The hard part for me is asking friends. You know, mm-hmm. I have friends that say, "Oh, call us anytime. Mm-hmm. Call us anytime. What do you need?" And it's hard to ask for that help. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's that's tougher mm-hmm. for me. I want to talk about that when we come back, about um, being okay with asking for help and the shift and what you can tell people uh, based on your experience now when we come back here on Talk of the Town. We are back on Talk of the Town today. Middays with Lisa Kay. It's 1040. A beautiful day. Enjoy today. I think tomorrow we get quite a cool down. They're saying uh, mid-40s for the expected high. But we do have a wind advisory out until 7 o'clock tonight. Winds gusting up to about 40 miles an hour. A full studio. I love this. I love having all the guests today. Sister Joyce from Vine Inn. We're talking about Caregiver Appreciation Month. We also have Jessica Potter sitting chair too. She's going to stick around next hour and we're going to change hats and talk more about nonprofits, Jessica. But the reason that I wanted to have you in here is because we're talking with Mary and Les today who are in some Vine programs with it being Caregiver Appreciation Month. And uh, you did caregiving for your mother at the end of her life. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't even know about the resources because my mom was dealing with cancer and her cancer diagnosis got to a point where there was no more treatment options. And so um, that was when you're kind of told, okay, now you go, hospice is an option. Um, And so not even thinking about the fact that there are caregiver groups and and you could have had help yeah no it wasn't even on my radar or my only thing on my radar was that it was hospice hospice was going to be our help and that was our next option and so i think that i love hearing this because there's um yeah i mean i think as a as a caregiver myself i didn't ever think about the fact that there could be other people that would want to talk to me through it. That makes me feel like I failed as a friend. No, no. (laughs) I knew about this, but No, but when you're in the middle of it, taking care of someone, that's where your focus is. And I have to say, we were blessed because hospice... we didn't, I think a lot of people, and I, I've been trying to actually share this message, a lot of people think, oh, you went into hospice, you have a day to live. And that is not what hospice no. is. And Or they think, oh, it's only six months. I have six months to live. Well, it's the hospice program is mm-hmm. six months, and then they renew the program for as long as you need. So another six months. Jimmy Carter's been in hospice since... January of last year or something like that. Oh, well then he's a great example well. to show yeah. that it's it's the having those resources and so once we had that explained that it's not 
like, okay, you go into it and then there's automatically a ticking down of a clock, um, which I think a lot of people have that fear that that's what it means. So for us, um, my mom was, you know, I think she was a little like, oh, you want me to go into hospice? But once we got to talk to them and find out what the resources were, and I said, here's the deal. I can take care of you the best I can, but I need somebody that's going to come in and just make sure your blood sugar is okay, make sure your meds are okay, because this is way beyond me. Mm-hmm. I still continue to work full time, yeah. and my mom was in my home. And so and you have children of your own you're caring yeah, for. Yeah, too. at one point I had four generations living in my house, sure. and um, but it was but it was a priority that my mom was going to stay there right. and we were going to take care of her. Um, and so I, I can't say enough about hospice. It is such an incredible program. And, you know, I, I always expected them to just be focused on my mom because that was mm-hmm. what I needed them to do. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while they'd come back and be like, how are you doing? Can we? And they then asked my daughters that were living in the home with me, asked them how they're doing, if they were there the same time as the hospice nurse. So there is so many blessings to that. I, I honestly, I think I probably broke rules a little bit, but we had two nurses that became my mom's friends, and that mm-hmm. meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I gifted them my mm-hmm. mom's favorite plant um, mm-hmm. after my mom passed away because I'm like, I want you to just you meant a lot to my mom you meant a lot to us and I just want you to have a piece of my mom is she was a gardener nice. and so these are her favorite plants and I want you to have them oh. so you know it, it was really a, it, that was very important um, right. aspect to be able to navigate well and and I'm glad that at the end you realize that it's okay to ask for that help and this is where I feel like I failed because I knew about the programs at Vine and I should have just said you need somebody to I don't think I would have heard you Probably not. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I think but we were so the right time. Yeah. yeah, you're so wrapped up in it, especially when, um, like, you guys have had to deal with a long period of time, and so yes. you're, you're, you know, you definitely can get weary and tired because it's mm-hmm. heavy. I mean, ours was a shorter period of time. I, I think we were with hospice for um, maybe ten months, um, but you know, really focused in, like, on okay, this is where we're going to be, and that was about three months. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you don't have that, that really that time to stand back and go, oh, wait, I need help. You're just like in it. You're right. in the trenches and you're just wondering what each day is going to bring. Les, you mentioned something while we were off air about how hard it is to, uh, we were just starting that conversation, how hard it is to ask for help, right? And I think, uh, am I wrong, Sister Joyce? Is it harder for men to ask for help or harder for women to ask for help? Or doesn't it matter? Because we're such, I think as women, we're caretakers, and men are think it's, strong it crosses, and they do everything themselves. Yeah, I I think both. Yeah. I think it's yeah, just I difficult for anybody to exactly. ask for help. I, I think, think it's it crosses, just as hard for me to ask yeah. as it is for him. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I yeah I think that especially when it's friends who you you don't know what specific thing can I ask them to do, and they may say. Les, tell me what I can do. And you really almost have to make a list when you're not around the friends, when you can really think about, okay, what are some very specific things Mm -hmm. that somebody else could do? I mean, I know a a lady that uh, comes to another support group who um, a friend of her husband's, they live in a farming community, and he, her friend, this man's friend, comes weekly just to take him out for a ride, to Mm -hmm. see the crops, to see the harvesting. So it's only about an hour, but it gives her some respite. Yeah. 
So some time where she could pick up a book and read exactly. or go to the store and walk around or have coffee with a friend. Yep. Because that's all still important. Do it go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Sister Joyce, let's talk about the different options that are available now. So if people are listening, I'm not going to be that that friend that doesn't tell them. I want everybody to know <laughs> what's available yes. um, that Mary and Les that are taking advantage of sure. uh, at Vine, the different types of things. Because we mentioned like a memory cafe. We right. mentioned support groups. Tell right. me all about those things. Okay. Well, the support groups are uh, at Vine. We have three different support groups. One meets on the second and fourth Wednesday of each month in the afternoon. The third one meets on the third Wednesday after 5 o'clock for people who might be working and could get away for that group. And then we have one in Lesur, um, a new one, actually started in September or October. Mm. And then another one in Mapleton. So we're trying to reach out to the rural areas as well for those support groups. So if anybody's listening and really want thinks, oh, I didn't know you had one in Mapleton and Lesur. Give us a call, and we'll give you the times. The Memory Cafe is relatively new, I'd say maybe a year. And uh, this is for, as Les mentioned, both the caregiver and the person you're caring for who has memory issues. And the, the value of it is it's a lot of reminiscing and just conversation together. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, the meeting was about Thanksgiving. And we always, it's just an hour long, um, and we always end with a little treat. Um, and so that's a wonderful thing. It's called cafe, but it's, it's more about visit than it is about eating. And then we have um, individual coaching that three of us on staff are trained uh, caregiver coaches, and that's one-on-one, and we can either come to your home if it's hard for you to get away, or you can come call us and we'll set up a time. Usually that's about an hour session. Um, And then we have, oh, a special renewal event coming up on the 28th of November. And I'm just going to say you would love it if you're a caregiver. Um, It's going to be at Minari Body Works. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I know. And it's just going to be a wonderful... That's why we call it renewal. Right. right. (laughs) It's going to be a relaxing opportunity based on sound frequencies. Yes. So it's for men and women, and call us, and I'll give you more information. We need you to register by the 20th, so that's Monday. And then we have a new dementia-friendly exercise, a fitness class. Fitness is very important for both the caregiver and the one receiving care. Um, it's, it's proven that fitness helps in every aspect of our mental and physical health. So this is a new class on Tuesdays and Fridays, uh, right around noonish, um, 11:30 to 12:15, and it's for both the person, caregiver, and the care receiver. So those are a few of the things. Um, one of my colleagues also does a program called Pearls. It's a wonderful program. She's talked, I think, on mm-hmm. your show before, mm-hmm. Glenda, and it's for people who have uh, some mental health issues, signs of depression. Right. Um, where you really know that you just... Something need, doesn't feel right. Yeah, something right? doesn't feel right. So call Glenda at Vine. She'll tell you about PEARLS. And it stands for Program to Encourage Active Rewarding Lives. So it's a pearl of great price. Uh-huh. There is so much <laughs> to be had at Vine, I'm telling you. Mary and Les, thank you for coming in and sharing your stories and continued thoughts to you and your families as you're traveling your journey. 
Thank you. Um, yeah, thanks for having us. We yes. appreciate you sharing today. I'm so grateful to them. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. It takes a lot to come on the yeah. radio and talk about this, and we'll throw you on live as well. But you make well. it easy. <laughs> <laughs> you make it easy. Joyce from Vine, um, if, uh, vinevolunteers.org is the best place to go for the um, yes. website. Yes. And all mm-hmm. the programs are on there. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You do a lot of Very work, happy. and I know you're Thank busy. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. And I, can I just put a shout-out? Do it. It's Give to the Max Day, which is Minnesota's uh, give great give together. So uh, go on. Give mn.org look up vine and all of your favorite nonprofits and make a donation today um we'll talk more about it in the next hour but um if you are moved and feel called by the program that has just been shared and the the great work that vine is doing you know just open your pocketbooks up and every little bit makes a difference Mm -hmm. to our local nonprofits and we are grateful you go leave your legacy. Mm-hmm. We're going to be right back before the top of the hour here. It's KTOE Middays with Lisa K. Thanks. <laughs>